Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, just me at the top of the podcast to let you know about the live dates coming up, which I'm sure you're already sick of listening to, but just so you know, it is uh, March 16 in Brisbane at Haya Bar, 3pm, it's a Saturday, so come along, 3pm is the podcast, followed by the world premiere of Josh Earl Talks, tickets are at joshearl.com.au slash gigs, but can I say getting quick, there's only about, I think 21 left, so that'd be cool. And also on sale is the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. So the shows that I'm doing are the podcast, which is 3 p.m. on Sundays at the European Beer Cafe, plus Josh Earl Talks at the Victoria Hotel, 8.15 in the boardroom. Spelled B-O-A-R-D, not B-O-R-E-D. Thank you very much, reviewers. It's too easy a joke. If you put that in your reviews, you're a hack. Hey, so what I'm going to do for the next uh, week and a bit is if you buy tickets to Josh L Talks in that first opening weekend, which is 28th, 29th, 30th and 31st of March, you will get a free ticket to any of the podcasts. So there's four podcasts at European, European Beer Cafe. You can get it for free. And someone said, hey, but I've already bought a season pass. Well, guess what? Give it to a friend then. You can, there's ways about it. It's fine. I'm giving you something for free. Hey, uh, so that's there. Also, if you are a Patreon subscriber, a little, not even a bonus episode, but a bonus something or other went up yesterday. So it's a 40 minutes. Uh, it's a podcast, but it's not this podcast, but it's a podcast or a show that I've been involved in. So go and have a listen to that. That's lots of fun. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, you can be at patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. Every week is new writing. Once a month there'll be a new podcast with all the bonus bits that um, you don't get if you're not a Patreon subscriber. It's been a lot of fun. Anyway, that's enough for me for now. Enjoy this episode. Hopefully I see you at one of the live shows, either in Brisbane or in Melbourne. And hopefully I definitely see you at Josh L Talks. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet I discovered that a man who shared my name, not shares anymore, (laughs) Oh, yeah, he was found dead in Cincinnati, he was only 39. How old are you, Josh? I'm 37. (laughs) Two more years. (laughs) So now after 142 episodes, this is now a true crime podcast. (laughs) So welcome to my new podcast, I Read My Own Obituary. (laughs) Sorry, condolences to his family and friends. Anyway, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, what I do is I get four very, very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a podcaster who shares his name with a Telstra customer advisor 
and a Sydney baker, but the one we have here is one half of the Weekly Planet. It's Nick Mason. Oh, yeah. thank you for having me. Thank you. Great to be here. I didn't know either of those ones. Yet. No, because last no, time... some deep cuts, I feel. La- well, it's not really. It's just the third page of LinkedIn. Okay, that, right. That's a pretty deep <laughs> That's, that's pretty, pretty deep. I would never visit LinkedIn, so yes. Uh, yeah, so uh, a baker in Sydney. Uh-huh. And customer service advisor, who I think he's based in Melbourne. Wow, I did I did uh, telephone market research for one day once, and I had to I had to pack it in. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't hack it. So hats off to this guy. You didn't set up a LinkedIn page just I for did that not. one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also joining us is a comedian who shares his name with a Melbourne photographer from It's a Wildlife, and a podcast producer for the ABC in Sydney. Can you please welcome from It's a Duck Blur podcast? It's Michael Williams. Yay! It's a wildlife. It's a wildlife. I was, hey. I, I was excited. That's, yeah. I gave it a bit of the Italian flavor. Yeah, that's good. Oh, we should do a team up. It's a duck blur and it's a wildlife together. Is there That'll... a lot of wildlife in Melbourne if he's a Melbourne-based wildlife photographer? I don't know. Mm. But Did is... you see his work? Is it any good? What? No, I didn't look. Okay. <laughs> I didn't Probably look. for the best, yeah. Are there, what, what are Italian animals? That is a like great a, question. They'd have like... Squirrels. Because I'm just thinking, like, Italian cars have, like, emblems like lions and And bulls and and stuff. Uh Europe Europe used to have lions before civilization. Mm. We did? What? Yeah. Europe used to have lions. I thought you said... No, you. you. I thought you said (laughs) you used to have lions. All right. Also joining us is a comedian who shares her name. No, if you type her name into Google and hit the news function, you'll be directed to an article... On the transcontinental newspaper about the 2001 under eight calisthenics championships. Can you please welcome us, Laura Dunneman? Yeah! Hey, welcome! Oh, she's on the pommel horse. She's going to do something exciting. This is, she's is got that, those ribbons. Did is you, that to suggest that I did calisthenics? It doesn't say. Because I didn't. It doesn't say. It just says someone called Laura Dunneman is in that article talking about oh. 2001 under eight calisthenics championships. Well, in 2001, I would have been 16. That's not under eight. Yeah. So I think we've cracked the code there. So you didn't we? do calisthenics? <laughs> or no, I didn't. I yeah. didn't. I, qu- I did dancing, <laughs> yeah. um, but I quit when the concert came around. I didn't know about calisthenics until I was an adult. Oh, it's big time. <laughs> yeah. Do you know there, were, there are adult women and maybe men mm. that do calisthenics. Oh, yeah. So I... Grown adults. <laughs> I saw not... a very confrontational calisthenics performance by grown women to the to the theme of hair, the musical. Oh. <laughs> they all wore like bodysuits with like pubes. Oh, man. Did they mean for it to be controversial? I... <laughs> not con- no, confronting. confronting I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what... what... Uh, norms there are to break in the I calisthenics think world. Once you're sticking fake pubes onto a bodysuit, you know <laughs> that you're making some kind of point. <laughs> Especially when you the tinies are up in the next bracket. Because yeah. <laughs> a big thing in the 80s was baton twirling. I don't know if anyone mm. did baton twirling mm. or saw baton twirling. There were girls at and my rith- school. Rhythmic gymnastics. Rhythmic gymnastics, yeah, but this was just the. Just rhythmic the gymnastics baton. is all of it. It's you like you have the, the ball, the ribbon, the hoops. Mm-hmm. This was just. One stick. And the baton is the shittest of all of the rhythmic, rhythmic <laughs> gymnastic yeah. utensils. Direct all hate to Laura Dunham. <laughs> Any baton fans yeah. out there, this ep- episode is not for you. Yeah. And finally, is one third of the Plumbing the Death Star podcast who told me that his family described what he does as being internet famous. Can you please welcome us, Joel Dusha. Yay. 
Yeah, it's really good being described as that, and then people ask you follow-up questions, and you have to be like, I'm not really. I mean, it depends on your bar for famous. If if the bar is not famous, and I clear that pretty clearly. Yeah, um, yeah my parents throw me under the bus with, like, just... They're just like, yeah, he does a podcast. It's like really big on the internet. Try it. Throwing me to like relatives. You know, like, like a fake radio show. Yeah. yeah people are not- Where can I listen to it? Oh, on the internet. Oh, I don't have the internet. What radio station? That's not really how podcasts work. Do your parents listen to it? Absolutely not. I've banned them from all live shows. I just <laughs> went back and my dad... Mm. With his iPhones, it's got podcasts on there. Can you put your podcast on there? <laughs> and I went, uh, I can't oh, find it doesn't it. come up there. Sorry, so I put some other AFL ones and go. Yeah, just listen to those ones and don't worry about my ones. My dad, uh, from time to time, listens to my podcast, and he also will um, he'll promote it on his Facebook page, his personal Facebook <laughs> page. <laughs> and I don't promote it on my personal Facebook page. He's Thanks, proud Dad. Of you. But yeah, my your your smir- your circle of uh, engineers and nine uh, eleven truthers are not going to be on board <laughs> with, with my podcast. But thank you for trying anyway. All right, our first game today is called Social Me Me Media. Well, I'll read out a tweet from one of the four people on the panel, and if you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name is your buzzer. You get it right. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, the person actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. You can't buzz in for your own. The first one is this one. It's really taking a lot out of me coming to terms with the fact that my favourite food is tuna, a cold, wet meat. Michael. Yes, Michael. Laura. No, that was Joel Dusha oh, there. Dang. Point there for Joel. He looks like a wet meat guy. <laughs> <laughs> it is just a cold, wet meat. Yeah, isn't I was it? like, no. I tweeted that while I was making like a tuna salad or something. And I was like, <laughs> this is really easy. Oh, wait, no. My life. Where is it going? This is upsetting. I can't stand tuna. I can't See, stand it either. Yeah. I hated it until I moved out of home and oh. then was like, hey, this is this is all right. It's really cheap. Yeah. Do you get like any particular flavoring? Chili, or chili tuna. Chili tuna. Because there's some real foul ones. In yeah, no, look, <laughs> I may love tuna, but there's some that I'm not even fucking looking at. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I could be with someone that like eight excessive amounts of tuna just because of the smell. Yeah. The smell is yeah. hideous. Joel, I'm the how, same. How are you, Isn't it? How are you in terms of like being on a, like a tr- crowded train carriage and just... Um, oh, no, I would never. Oh. Like, I would never, 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 never consume tuna in public. Even at work is a bit of a stretch. In the, in the very early <laughs> days of Twitter, yeah. I was on tour with another comedian and yeah. he didn't have Twitter and I didn't. He was eating a tuna sandwich on a train. That's no good. We were going from Newcastle to Brisbane or something like that. And I was live tweeting his tuna. <laughs> <laughs> and it got back to him and he was very angry. And I'm like, dude, though, tuna on a public, you in a public place. It. You can't, yeah. You deserve a shame. Yeah. You're cancelled for your tuna antics, yeah. my friend. See, I even emptied my bin if I put a can of tuna in there, even if it's only half full. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know. I understand. I live with other people. Good I don't boy. need to deal with that. You're just leaving your apartment with, like, rattling big, <laughs> big bin bag thoughts in cancer. Okay, guys, I'll be back in a minute. It's a new type of walk of shame. Yeah. Question two. Ten frames of bowling is the exact amount of bowling to remind you that bowling isn't that great. Mesa. Oh, yes, Meso. Michael Williams. You are correct. Oh, yes, point yes. there for Meso. Actually, yeah. we, did two, we did two games, and the second game was pretty good. Oh. <laughs> I, I was with you. Well, you've got to give it a little extra juice, yeah. you know, just to show this. You know? I always really... think the second game, halfway through, you're like, yeah, I'm bored of this. Yeah, that's what yeah. I usually thought. Yeah. That's what I felt was going to happen, but we used the bumpers in the second game. And, yeah. Uh, it was that we had the most exciting final frame. Like there was no strikes for the previous nineteen frames, and then there was three strikes between the two people in the final frame. It was very exciting. Did you use that little and slide you can roll up? 
you know, you roll up the yep. baseline oh. and just drop the bowling ball yeah, on it. Yeah, I, I really should because my method is like stop at the line, let my arm dangle, <laughs> then let it build go. up a momentum. <laughs> my my nan used to be the captain of her of her ten pin bowling team. And Legend. They, rules. She lived on Bird Street, and they were called the Early Birds. Brilliant! <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. brilliant. And she used the the roller. She. In a, in a final years, she was like, oh, "Did she really?" Down. It's yeah. nice that they ke- let her keep doing it, even though she could only use the roller. She, she was like cheating. That off yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Did she have one of those bowling shirts? She had bowling shirts, her own bowling shoes, her bowling bag, but she didn't have the ball. Oh, what a bag! She, would, she wouldn't have been able to carry the ball from inside <laughs> the car to the thing, so she just used their ones. When I was in year eleven, one of the sports options was ten pin bowling. You could. You could either wow. do football or rugby or soccer or, or tennis or what have you, or they would just take you to the nearby bowling alley slash arcade. Yeah. And I would play one frame and then go play video games. So. <laughs> that should have just been a box fit like football, cricket, basketball. Do you not like sports? I right, do not. That. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Okay, question three. I'm at Garden World with Mum. She just said, I often feel sad for Bonsai's. So much wasted potential. Mayso. Laura. Yes, Meso. Laura. You are correct. Yes, oh, I actually said that. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that Michael spoiled it for me. <laughs> no, the listener's going, Laura's voice is really deep. <laughs> yeah. Laura. Yeah. 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 Um, like a Garden World visitor. Oh, I love Garden World. Anyone that's um, needing a niche plant, oh, yes. head over to Garden World. It is a little bit further away. It's sort of Bayside. Mm-hmm. Um, Bayside... Uh, around near, sort of towards uh, Springvale, oh, yeah. almost. Okay, right. um, but they've a baby got at the Burvale Hotel afterwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. There's a golf course nearby as well. Very nice. But they have like, it is actually a world because yeah. they have different. <laughs> <laughs> they have different sections that are in different buildings. So I went there with Mum, and we wanted to get a particular type of succulent and she knew exactly where to take me but we had to go through the orchids and then we had to go through the ferns <laughs> yeah. and and their whole buildings don't don't stop at the iris district it's it's <laughs> dangerous in there just keep moving they've got dinosaurs there though too oh my God. <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> way to bury the lead there so it's an ancient world it's yeah. an ancient oh. garden world as a kid when i got taken to places like that like I was young enough that I was excited by it because just like different themes, yeah. even though I was just looking at plants and yeah. which didn't interest me. I remember when I was like 10 or 11, I was like, wait a second, this is boring. <laughs> but you know what? The best part is getting a coffee there because it's so, it's just so special to get a coffee where you wouldn't expect to get one. I bet, I bet the baristas there <laughs> make the a... Yes. They would make a lot of very hot, weak cappuccinos. <laughs> <laughs> That's their specialty at any... I don't understand why your mum thinks bonsai is uh, so much wasted potential. Because a bonsai is a plant that has been kept in a small pot and that's why it can't grow. Yeah, but they're so, so pretty and intricate. So it's like, it's like you're holding someone back. It's like, oh, okay. it's like you're intentionally wasting someone's potential when they could be a beautiful <coughs> tree, ah. but you are keeping them. It's very manipulative. Yeah. Like it's very – There's emotional abuse happening yeah. in the form of a pot. So if anyone listening, their partner has a pet name for them, which is my little bonsai. Mm. Or just anyone that has bonsais, I would question that even. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> the morals and ethics Mr. behind Miyagi, it. Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> if your partner has a bonsai, take it, crack that, yeah, crack that container open, bury it in the garden. Put it in, put <laughs> it in the it earth does. and let yeah. those roots expand. Exactly yeah. right. Question four, skyscraper two, still scraping. 
Dude, uh, Joel. Yes, Joel. Uh, uh, <laughs> that sounds like a Nick Mason tweet. You are correct. Yes, point there for Joel. Did you yes. see Skyscraper? I did. What was it like? The bit where he jumps out of the window and then he like just like launches onto the building. Physically impossible, but he did it anyway. Is this, right. the, rock. Is this the rock with only one leg? Yes, is it, it is, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Does he only have one leg in it? Yeah. yeah. Real. He's an uh, ex-Marine or something. It's, it's, I quite liked it, but I think I'm wrong. I think it's <laughs> I reckon I would like it. Yeah. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen a film with the rock in it. What? So you've yes, never seen a film have. then. I've never seen, seen Fast and the Furious. I didn't see Jumanji. I haven't seen The Tooth Fairy. I haven't seen... Welcome <laughs> to the Jungle with Sean William Scott. No, I haven't Get seen smart. that. Get no, smart. I didn't see Get Smart. Was he in The Mummy? I haven't the seen mummy. The Mummy. Scorpion, King. Scorpion King. I haven't yeah. seen that. Southland Tales. See, he's in everything, isn't he? He's in everything, yeah. <laughs> Notting no. Hill. Citizen Kane is the sled. I don't know if you... It's Rockhaven. Moana? you got kids. I haven't listened to Moana. Is he in Moana? I haven't seen Moana. No. The WWE? I've seen him fight, <laughs> yes. I've seen him fight, yes. Okay. That's amazing. That's, yeah. That's, I don't everything. watch that many films. But, also, but he's in every film. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't watch the big blockbuster one. Uh, every enough. single time you're on a flight, though, every movie that is on the plane will have him in it because it's the most usually the most generic-y plane-type movie. Yeah. So. Mm. Can we take a moment to just recognise the fact that his first name is Dwayne? <laughs> yeah. Just say it a couple. Just say it a couple of times. Dwayne. He tried to uh, like ease us into it because his first couple of roles he was The Rock, and then he's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now he's just Dwayne Johnson, I think. And it's like it didn't work. We know your name's Dwayne. (laughs) (laughs) We know. His first fight in the WWE as well was also he. No one cared. He was like brought out as this big thing, and everyone was like, "Oh, he doesn't doesn't matter." So I think that's put a chip on his shoulder forever. Oh, he's wow. now trying to be the biggest person yeah. in the world. Well, one day he's going to be. Yeah. One yeah. day he'll be in a movie. <laughs> Question five. The sky's the limit, said Andre, the pessimistic astronaut. Laura? Yes, Laura. I'm going to say Joel. No, that was Michael oh, Williams there. I was going to say Michael Williams, and then I looked at Joel, and his eyes went darty <laughs> and weird. <laughs> Sorry, it's terrible with eye contact, it turns out. Damn it, I've got to trust my instincts. <laughs> That's the key to this game. Whenever Josh says anything, just stare at something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, a speaker. Ooh. All right, now question six. Why is everyone nostalgic for the 90s? Don't remember how dumb you were in the 90s? I do. I can't forget. I was the dumbest cunt. Never take me back. <laughs> Meso. Yes, Meso. Joel. You are correct, yes. yes. <laughs> I think my personal brand's going to really shine yeah. through here. <laughs> Probably the only person in the panel who would tweet cunt. I was going to say, yeah. we're all pretty dumb in here, but who would say the <laughs> Joel would? I'd do the C, then the little two asterisks, then the T. We would know what I'm, you meant, Laura. Because I'm a lady. Yeah. <laughs> but then, would Josh read out cunt, or would he say C star star no, T? I'd say it. <laughs> Brave. Yeah. It's fun to say. You're yeah. terrible, Josh. I'm Stop a, it. I'm such a bad boy of comedy. See, I tweeted that, but you read it out. I, I hadn't said it out loud before. <laughs> you put it in your private diary exactly. and I published it. Question seven. I don't tweet that much at all, but I'm just here to let everyone know that Dad has started using emojis. Michael. Yes, Michael. Laura. You are correct. Yes. Yeah, I did that one recently because yeah, I haven't I been tweeting very much. But yeah, he's he's always been really like, I love my dad and he's like so funny, but on text he's completely one-dimensional, can't get anything out of him. Yep. I'll send something that's quite elaborate and I'll just get back, okay. sounds good, mm-hmm. or... Okay, yeah, but just with a full stop. And I got a beer emoji the other day. Nice. Um, it's loose. Yeah, and then I got uh, the smiley face with sunglasses. Wow. Yeah. A little boat as well. And I'm just so proud of him. Oh, <laughs> I've started using GIFs a lot more. 
because mm, my, I didn't know how to do gifts until recently. Well, I, I never used to. And then my sons, if I'm away, they'll send them on my wife's phone. So it's nice you can kind of talk without, like text without because mm. they can't spell. And uh, now I use them in everyday conversations. So it's, it's no good. I think good. that's fine. No, nah, I'm 37. It's no good. <laughs> <laughs> Use your words, Josh. You've only got two years left. I know. Yeah. I two Make those two years count. pretty much entirely with my wife with full house gifts. Oh, see, that's lovely. <laughs> There's enough of them that I can, yeah, I can show her everything I need to. So if you say something she doesn't like, she sends back a how rude. And then yeah. you're like, oh, no, I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use gifts or have a wife, so... Maybe, yeah, maybe that's man. what's happening there. Yeah, maybe they're going to end. Question. Well, because you use gifts, Josh, and you have a wife. Yeah. So there's a correlation. Yeah, Michael correlation. does too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> a lot of spooky things happen in today's episode. Question. Just calm down. <laughs> question eight. Hey, yeah, sex is great, but have you ever tried jerking off? <laughs> Meso. <laughs> yes, Meso. You are correct, yes. <laughs> Rude and doesn't have a wife. Doesn't have a wife. (laughs) I gave it away. Question nine. This came with a picture of this person wearing glasses. Sorry, I'm an intellectual now. Joel. Yes, Joel. Mason. You are correct, yes. But you wear glasses. I'm wearing them right now. Yeah. Haven't you always worn glasses? No, I seem like. Hang on, take your glasses off. Okay, here we go. Where did Mason go? Oh, no, you look the same. I do look the same, yeah. I recently had to get glasses because I work... Couldn't see as good? I couldn't see as good, yeah. Yeah. There was a big, long story, but you you encapsulated... I told you earlier, you encapsulated it very well. So I I see better now. Yeah, that's good. You've transitioned, like, seamlessly then. I have so many pairs now. I went to, like... I'm like a no-glasses guy, but then I'm like... What, you got another one in your pocket? I got another pair in my pocket. Sunglasses. I'm like... like, it's another thing that I can just collect, and I have too many pairs now. So I'd like. It's just another accessory. It's just another accessory, and I love them. Yeah. Probably buy another pair on the internet while we're doing this. <laughs> well, you were talking before about how you people, because your podcast is famous, how people send you clothes. Maybe people could send you glasses now. <gasps> I'll send them my. What? Pres- I'll put my prescription out on the internet. I'll tweet my prescription. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listeners Thank of you. your podcast send you clothes. No. Sponsors. I got sponsors. Oh, I was going to say, none of my listeners have ever listeners. sent me clothes. I'll, I'll do some clothes. I'm a medium in top. <laughs> 30 in pants. We have a P.O. box that is public, and that was a mistake. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, look, it's been good. Like, I've been sent video games, which is amazing, yeah. and I don't know why people would be like, hey, you should play a video game. Here you go. But also, we got a letter that just said, I am horny. Great. That's it. That's all it said on the piece of paper. A return address or... No. No. But you recognise Jackson's hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jackson, what? You could have just told us. And our last question... Did you tell him about jerking off? Yeah. <laughs> it was after that. Uh, was, yeah. In response to the tweet, it makes so much more sense. Yeah. Question 10. It's not a real little snack unless it's grown and produced in the La Snack region of France. Laura. Meso first, mm. yes. Michael Williams. You are correct, yes. yes. Another point there for Meso. It's yeah. my pinned tweet, I believe. That's good. Very good. <laughs> that is, that's good. funny. That's good. It's one of those ones that it's just, you, you're like, that was on the table. That's been on the table for years. How did, how did nobody yeah. see it? Mm. Michael Williams did. Snack is good. And because it's talking about champagne and how <laughs> champagne isn't really champagne unless it comes from the champagne region of France. Oh, my God. It's even better now. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just took it to the that's, next level. Wow. <laughs> okay, at the end of the round, the scores are Laura, zero points. Oh, Didn't man. get off the mark. Joel on two points, 
Michael on three points. Been in the lead on five points. It's Nick Mason. I'm going to lose that. I'm going to lose the lead. It's going to be great. It's going to be a sad. <laughs> okay, our next round is called Nine to Five. What a way to make a living. Now, we've all had jobs. Some good, some not so good. Today, we're talking about a young Joel Dusha who, at 15, started working in a cinema. On his first shift of doing a solo cinema sh- check, what did he see that has stayed with him ever since? Was it A, he walked in and was hit by a smell. On a seat at the back of the room was an upside-down, soiled nappy just smushed into the chair? <laughs> was it B, a woman sitting in between two men giving both men a hand job? Great. Or was it C, a man lying on the floor self-sucking his own penis. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, these are so all impossible. Up no matter what the answer is, you're starting to see why my tweets sound the way they do. Yeah, you've had a yeah, hard look, life. <laughs> just, people ask how you start a podcast. Just make sure your teen years are hell. Yeah. Now, one of these is true. You have to try and decipher which one. You can ask him as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, Joel wants you to get it incorrect so he gets all your points. You don't have to answer together. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. I'm, I'm very prepared to ask a lot of questions. Yes. They often say that in multiple choice, you pick the two, cl- it's one of the two closest ones. So I think it's dick related. Just at a, at a guess, I think it's one of the dick ones. That's... But, uh... Can I just ask from a female perspective, mm-hmm. are there men out there that can self-suck their dick? Yes. It sounds like something that wouldn't be able to happen. So just quickly, uh, last time I was on the show... Uh, you self-sucked the, your dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, within the first tweet, uh, we'd had references to self-sucking and Claire... Uh, who is part Claire. of Point Broadcasting Network, Claire Tonti, revealed that she'd seen it in real life as well. Oh. So uh, that was by as the first well. tweet. As yeah. well. Oh, Interesting. Very good. Good pick mm. up, Laura. Good pick up. What movie was it? <laughs> That's a great question because it was a while ago. So 12 I, years ago. Yeah, I feel like it, and this is going to sound weird that I remember this, but because it was within starting, the yeah, big yeah. movie that was out was Mission Impossible 3. So maybe J. J. that. Abrams, right. That I just, the only two movies I remember being out when I started was that and Eight Below, which is the Paul Walker dog movie. <laughs> yeah. hmm. <clears throat> well, both of those movies are going to make people very <laughs> horny. So. And um, what cinema was it, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> which chair was it? So we don't uh, it was towards the back. Oh, no, like was What's it Hoyt's Village? Yeah. I'm just thinking about... Sorry. You can say, and I can beep. Yeah. Or maybe is, it, that, is it important? Is it the big one? Is it the big one, is it there, the big so one I, uh... or is it a niche one? <laughs> he still works there. I still oh, work there. Oh, do you? Yeah. You, so still, I... you work at the cinemas? Mm-hmm. That's why he's got work at five. Yeah. yeah, so... Can you, you get, get me posters movies? for my room? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can, yes. And I, yeah, sure, we can do all of that. Um, yeah. So, all right, don't answer it then. Yeah. I don't want to affect your employment Yeah, people have recognised me at work before. Can I just say, I've got a friend, though... That his high school job was working at the cinemas, mm-hmm. and now he's in his thirties, and he still works there. But he is like the manager, yeah. and he loves his job so much. And he gets sent to other cinemas to be a good manager to them yeah. as well. So that's pretty similar to what happened to me. I still work at the cinema. I am a manager now, but they don't send me to others to be like, "You're a good manager." <laughs> They're just like, "Yep." I'm also not in my 30s yet, so hey, look, yeah. I've still got time to improve. But I feel like as a manager, it wouldn't be a highly stressful job. Sometimes it is. People like to scream at people that work at the cinema, and I don't know oh. why. Everyone's so a lot fairly of semen. basic. There's so much semen. Yeah. It's a fairly basic <laughs> transaction, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's a lot of like, I had to line up for 10 minutes, and we're like, oh. yeah, th- yeah, that's how lines work. Yeah, life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand on the way out, because all your senses have been kind of yeah. 
exposed to st- something. Yeah. So you're super sensitive. Yeah. But on the way Do you in, come out of the movies and just punch a wall, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't see movies. <laughs> see, we usually experience the opposite. People come out of the cinema of just like thinking about the movie so they don't care what happened going in, but mm. people always complain at the start. Yeah, okay. So, right. so the cinema check, when does that happen? Does that happen in between... Sessions or when does it happen? No, it's so uh, if you're doing your job properly, you're meant to check the cinema once a session just to make sure no one's recording, no one's like talking, no one's self sucking, uh, no one's smushing it. So this is is while the session is happening. Yeah, the movie was playing. Right, right, okay. In all the scenarios, the movie was the movie was was playing in all of these situations. Did you see the dirty nappy if it was playing (laughs) in the (laughs) smell? So it was right at the back. The doors of the cinema open up and mm. the back row was kind of in line with the door. But I wouldn't have needed to see it. It fucking stank. Wow. How like, old were the, the three the three people? Yeah. That is a great question. Uh, so with that, <laughs> it was weird. Because like, if they had have bought three tickets together, I would have been confused that they th- were together like as a threesome. Um, but seeing this, I was even more shocked. Uh, so the woman was probably early twenties. One of the gentlemen, gentlemen, uh, was probably early forties, and the other guy I didn't really see. Is all of them the correct answer? Because <laughs> <laughs> you go into such beautiful detail. Yeah, <laughs> no, one is, of you're these painting a nice picture here. Yeah, one of these definitely <laughs> happened. And the man, yes, by let's himself. Talk about- Mm. Was he? He was lying on the ground. Yeah, because well, is that I, how you self suck? Do you have to lie on the ground to do it? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Or and just kick your body back. And yeah. Gravity takes over. Oh, <laughs> see, I, yeah. I always thought of it in a seat. In which case, I don't Bending think you could up, do no. that. So, so, like a really bad skill tester arm, kind of just dropping, trying to drop into your mouth. Oh. Right. So he was, he was in his seat, or he was. <laughs> don't pretend else. you don't he, know, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so he was on the floor. Um, okay. In the which, aisle or in front of his No, nah, in the aisle. In the so aisle. I kind of didn't see him at first, which is why I got as close as I did. Oh, wow. And were there many other people in there with him? So, uh, like, so I was the only team member, which is why it was a lot to deal with as a 15-year-old. Um, but yeah, no, there was definitely other people in the cinema. What there was, was like he on? probably like 30 people. I don't know. I uh, kind of <laughs> just like left and got someone else who then dealt with it. Right. Oh. And now that you're the manager, what yeah. would you do if someone was self-sucking <clears throat> in your cinema? Um, well, as a manager, I've dealt with a few issues. No self-sucking. <laughs> but uh, walking in and just just like a lot of like shining a torch and them just like stopping and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, also I'm an adult now, so like... Yeah, you get it. Yeah, I, look, I understand. Sometimes you got to suck your own dick. I think I'm going to discount the self-sucking because mm-hmm. my theory is that you've talked about self-sucking on another podcast, mm-hmm. on this, this podcast previously. Ooh. So it's in Josh's mind to bring up the theme of self-sucking again. Mm. So this is a, a Joshua lie. Or... It's in his mind he and knows. it came up. <laughs> <laughs> and going by Mesa's first rule, which is to put the two ones similar together, I'd yeah. say it's this, the uh, the hand job one. So Michael's going to lock in B. really yes. like that psychology, Michael. I'm, I'm going to lock in B. I'm locking in B. Let's go, let's go be all or nothing. Double block. You're all going B? <laughs> yes. yes. You are all correct. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork team. makes the dream work. That is a good way to do this game. That's good. <laughs> So yeah, so you you walked in. Yeah, so um, I I would have been working there for like two or three weeks. Um, I just finished training and was working a floor shift. Walked into the back of the cinema, and the cinema I used to work at. Um, when you open the door, like I said, it kind of just shines a light on the back two rows. Um, so I walked in, which is terrible cinema design because like <laughs> trying to watch a movie and you keep getting blinded. 
Uh, I walked in and I, because I just started, I was trying to do everything properly, which includes going to the back, shining a torch on like the temperature, make sure all that's fine. And then I turned around and once my eyes had kind of adjusted to the darkness, I noticed there was a woman probably three rows from the back sitting in between two guys and yeah, could see her shoulders really going for it. Wow. And I was like, she wasn't just laughing. Yeah. See, because, because I was 15 and it just like overloaded my brain. I didn't even consider that like what I was about to witness was even a possibility. (laughs) And yeah, like a 15 year old trying to tell people to behave whilst there's just like two men with their dicks out. And like, I could see everything. It was just bizarre. And like I said, it didn't even look like there would have even been friends, let alone in a situation. <laughs> and you also told me there were people sitting in the seats right in front right of them. Right in front well. of them, yeah. Wow. Have, mm. Is that the weirdest thing that's happened um, at a oh, cinema? F- Jesus Christ, there's so many things. <laughs> You'd think that a cinema's pretty chill, but like I've seen um, one of my last years before I transferred to a different cinema, uh, I went to take rubbish out to like our dumpster area and there was a teenager getting a blowjob. Uh, and when I opened the door, the girl realized, so she like kind of like pulled away, but the guy was still sitting there and he was wearing tracksuit pants. He pulled his tracksuit pants up and turned around. I was like, guys, what are you doing? This is the bins. And also like, you can't be here. And then he turned around to like have an argument, but because he was wearing tracksuit pants and had just been getting a blowjob, he was still very erect. <laughs> so he was standing there arguing with me that nothing was happening whilst he had a full blown erection. Okay. But at this point I was like, I mean, it was Sorry, a partially yeah, blown. Not full. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an interesting um, place. Joke, Jinx. <laughs> All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Laura on one point, Joel on two points, Michael on four points, in the lead on six points is Nick Mason. Woo! Oh, just me cheering that now. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Okay, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. You get a point if you get it right. A point goes to the person who the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So, to Joel, now... Michael, at 17, was in a local production of Oliver, playing the role of Fagin. He would walk to rehearsals with his prop walking stick when one day a man stopped in his car and told him to hop in. Michael thought it was his dad's friend, so got in the car. It was only when the man started asking why he walked with a cane did Michael realise that this man was a complete stranger. Yeah or no, you can ask him as many questions as you want. How did you get out of the car? I hobbled away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, He asked me what I did, why I was walking with a cane, and uh, I don't know why this was the first thing that came to my head, but I I told him I had had a stroke, which I guess some people might need a cane after that, but not 17-year-old boys. (laughs) Yeah. And then then what happened? Like, how did you... He dropped me off where I was going. So he I wasn't was trying to, to kidnap you. Oh, so he oh, just picked yeah. you up. For... He picked me up because he saw a, a 17-year-old boy walking with a cane. Oh, okay. So he was being Samaritan. nice, not a huge creep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's I used to me... always grab lifts whenever I was walking around. And sometimes they were friends of my dad and sometimes they were my friend's, da- my friend's dads. And just, <laughs> I constantly got in strangers' cut. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
us. When you say you're walking with a cane, yep. are you hobbling with a cane? Or are you just sort I'm, of like... Were you in character? I, yeah. Were you method? <laughs> I don't know. I, I've replayed that moment so many times in my head. So I, I can't remember whether I was oh, practicing. I, I think that's a... Yeah, just because like it's... I can imagine you... Being an Oliver, and I can imagine uh, that if I you're was great in Oliver, <laughs> <laughs> what's Fagan got to sing? Fagan's got to sing. He's pick a pocket or two, pocket or, two. or uh, reviewing the situation. Was yeah. it, is that consider yourself my mate? Is that him? Uh, he's, he's in that. It, yeah. He doesn't sing in it, but yeah, he's in it. Yeah, I'm gonna lock in. Yeah, you say yeah. Yeah, you are correct. Yes, oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now this is what I want to know. Why didn't you say? Oh, it's a prop. Why didn't you say, oh, yeah. I Because then his follow-up question would have been like, why did you get in a stranger's yeah. car? Which is what I was trying to wrap my head around. I, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. I panic in situations like that. I don't I'd panic be in that situation too. Because yeah. I've said this before, I always lie in taxis or Ubers. Whenever they mm. ask me what I do, I always just go, oh, I'm never going to see this person again. I just lie. Mm. But yeah, I guess you can lie if you're never going to see that person again. It's Warnable. I probably did see him again. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't think about Warnable. Mm. All right, so to Michael. Now, Laura recently went to Hobart where she stumbled across a video store. Ooh. A real video store in the wild. <laughs> yeah or no? <laughs> <laughs> Laura went in and borrowed some DVDs and suggested to the clerk that they should also lend out DVD players. When she returned the DVDs, the guy came up to her and said, I did what you suggested, and I went and bought 20 DVD players. <laughs> Laura is now worried that she has bankrupted the last video store in Tasmania. Yeah or nah? And potentially in the world. Yeah. 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 This, this does sound like a, a worry you would have. About I'm somebody. a big warrior, and yeah. I worry about other people as well. So why were you in Hobart? Um, we were there because my partner had a gig there. Ah, mm. And yeah. it's a beautiful city as well. Mm-hmm. But we were in North Hobart, and the last... Video City is there. So, Josh, you used to live in Tassie. I did. We've talked about Video City Video before. City. I, my, one of my first ever comedy songs was about, it was called Video City of Love. But it was <laughs> it was a chain, wasn't it? It was a chain. I, I wrote a song about how I was in love how with a girl. How did it go? You work at Video City. I think that you're so pretty. Nice. You always smile at me when I get my five weeklies. I think that you're divine. Hope you notice when I rewind. Wants you to marry me. Our life could be a romantic comedy in our video city of love. Wow, they had VHS. Video city of love. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that is such a sweet song. Yeah, not not that funny, but that's... <laughs> Michael, yeah. this is kind of your area of expertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, did a, you did a show called the last. The I last did a video show store. called the last. Video well, you show. should yeah. take a trip to Hobart because Video City is right. It's like one of those old school video shops where it's just massive, like just yeah. huge. <laughs> you walk in and there's like one movie playing in the corner echoing through the whole place <laughs> and there's no one in there oh, they've got the old beautiful. school carpet as well <laughs> sounds beautiful yeah. <laughs> they've got the old school carpet and one whole wall is top 100 and they've ranked <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. that's a, if you yeah you got to go niche you got to go all right if people want to come in here we're the experts these are the 100 best films in mm. our opinion mm. Mm. So that's pretty good. Right. Uh, and why? where were you staying that didn't have a DVD player? Was well, we were staying with f- our friend's parents in their granny flat. Ah, right. And they don't have a DVD player, but they had a TV. Ah. And um, the last time we were there, they had had a DVD player. We go there about once a year. 
and in the interim they'd thrown it out. So we were like, well, let's go to Video City, let's see if they've just got some old DVD players and they didn't and so I just made a suggestion and then um, we ended up renting a DVD but we watched it in their living room instead and then when we took it back two days later, so we got a two-nightly, right, two-nightly Tuesday special, $2, right, oh that's gosh. it, but you only pay the $2 when you return it. Oh, and they had that two staff members on. Seems I'd... like the opposite of yeah. the idea. I know. <laughs> Here at Video City, we encourage there. theft. Video City's still there. That and was... every time we go back to Hobart, we like turn the corner, just like kind of with our eyes closed, just hoping that it's still there. And then we're like, yes, it's still there. Because it's going to close it in. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It's a... <laughs> Well, with these 20 DVD players, who knows? What do you think, Michael? True. You are incorrect. It was a lie. Oh, no. She didn't recommend they get DVD players. But I did go to Video City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you even buy a DVD player anymore? Yes. Yeah. Can you? Right. I... Sure you can. You just go to the tip. I'm sure you can get a bunch of them. Okay, so to Laura. Now, when Nick was in year 11, he lied and told everyone in the school that he was a DJ <laughs> called DJ Swift, a name that he'd seen on a poster. One day... Some guys in year 12 asked if he was DJ Swift, and he said, yeah. And then they asked if he could put them on the door at billboards that week, <laughs> because according to Beat Magazine, DJ Swift was playing. Nick said, okay. And then on Monday, <laughs> they all thanked him for letting him in. So Nick knew that they were liars, but couldn't say it out loud without revealing that he himself was lying. Yeah or nah. Now, there's a lot in that. So wow. Okey-dokey. <laughs> God, what, I hope this is true. What was your, like... What was your vibe in high school? Like, what what gang did you hang out with? Uh, I was in the, <laughs> the nerds. The ten pin bowling gang. The ten pin bowling gang. There were two tiers of nerds. So there was the uncool nerds, and mm. then there was the kind of there were nerds that had something going on. And I was in. But that not group. cool nerds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just had something going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. They were still not cool, but they were like, okay, we respect you for one skill you have. Kind yeah, of thing. right. And I think my were you in the gang of nerds that were like, if I wasn't a nerd, I would ditch these guys straight away. Because I always found in my school there was the nerds who were like, well, we're friends just because we have to be. Yeah, right, right. And as right. soon as someone showed them any other interest, they're like, I'm leaving these losers <laughs> behind. I'm going to hang out with these guys. I think I did that in uni, but prior to that, yeah. I didn't know that was an option. Yeah. So I, I just stuck with this group, yeah. That was me in high school. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, okay, so you were – so people, you weren't a complete social pariah. Correct. But people would still <laughs> – People, people would still approach you about things. Yeah, so you put sure. a poster up of no, yourself. No, no, I, I saw a poster. You saw so, a poster and then you told everybody. Yeah, so there was a poster at the SB in St Kilda because they did a lot of hip-hop. What school did you go? Or whereabouts was I your school? I went to Parade College in Bandura. Right, yeah. very far away from the SB. I never went to the SB, but I went to the St Kilda Festival with my oh. parents one time and I just saw the poster and I'm like, that's a good name. DJ Swift. That's DJ Swift. And how did you tell everybody that you were DJ Swift? Uh, I was approached a whole bunch. So basically, I was the kind of kid who would buy records and then just like parade them around, hoping people <laughs> would, good would, would be like, what's that like? Kind of, it, on a number of occasions, I would buy a record like on the weekend and I would take it home and then I would put it in my school bag <laughs> and take it to school and just sort of leave it open so people would be like, oh, my God, you're so interesting. And you're like, and nobody ever oh, did. Was this? oh, sorry, yeah. this just fell out of my school exactly. bag. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody ever did, but a lot of people were like, what's that? 
Like, yeah. what are you? What what are, records are dumb? And I think eventually I'm like, I need a mum and DJ. I need so, them. I need, I need them. I need them. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, as much as I think this is a great story, I'm gonna hedge my bets and say, nah. You are. Correct, yes, it was That's all great. a lie. I just think, Josh, you're really good at coming up with fake stories. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I think Nick could be DJ Swift. And I think you could be DJ <laughs> Swift as well. Was there any level of truth in that? I've been to the ESPY. <laughs> so you made that all up, Josh. Yes. Did you get records though? I, no, I didn't really do that either. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. completely fabricated. You are yeah. a good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Storyteller. <laughs> Thank you. Don't say go up to Stephen King. You're a great liar, Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> Depends with Stephen King. Okay, so uh, to Nick. Now, yes. Joel's last breakup happened while he was completely naked in a friend's backyard. As it was happening, he didn't know what to do with his hands, so he just covered <laughs> his genitals for both modesty and safety. Yeah or no? Wow. Tell me about safety. Why was it, why was it potentially unsafe? So it was, it was less safety, more like comfort safety. Just like, <laughs> just like I just didn't know what to... In your, when you're in a situation where I was naked at a house I didn't live in, mm-hmm. uh, I'd been drinking, which must be a shock based on everything you just heard. <laughs> and yeah, like the breakup came out of kind of nowhere. Uh-huh. And yeah, it, <laughs> it was okay, a surprise. Explain the context of you being naked. Why were you naked? Uh, we'd been playing a drinking game and uh-huh. uh, one of the contestants of the drinking game had work in the morning and he was just like, I don't want to not play, but I have to stop drinking. And he was already pretty drunk, so he suggested that it become like a strip drinking game. And for some reason, we're all on the right level of drunk to be like, yeah, this is a good idea. Uh-huh. This is a great call. Exceptional. Guys and girls or just girls? Oh, just guys, right? <laughs> no, it was guys and girls. Okay, right. Oh, okay. Um, let me think. Uh, how? Why did the breakup come out of nowhere? Was, uh, was the girl... She wasn't planning on doing it, and I said something, not to start a fight, but I said something that kind of was like, oh, wait, oh, no, this is like a... So it was pretty much just like there was another person there, and I was like, hey, question uh-huh. about this guy. And then she kind of was taken by surprise, and I saw straight through it and was like, oh, okay. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Not like a cheating accusation. It was just like, oh, you're super into this guy, but we're in a relationship, so this right, is going to be an okay. issue. And I'm naked. And I'm okay. naked. And then she was like, okay, I don't care for the tone of that. Well, no, it wasn't that like a fight. She was just like, oh, I guess I've been called out and there's nothing I can really go from here. Yeah. Hmm, okay. And then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> then, so we'd been drinking, so she was also in a relative state of undress. Um, then we just kind of like, the party kept going for a bit, but there wasn't that many people there. There was probably like six of us. And yeah, post that, we were both just like still trying to be like friendly because we didn't want to make a scene, but it also just like broken up. And it was <laughs> still, again, not wearing clothes. Mm. Um and uh, yeah, I'd lost the game, so I was totally naked. But most people, <laughs> so most people were like, "Yeah, it was weird because like I knew that it was a story while it was happening, and it." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh no, this is 
pretty funny in hindsight, but the hindsight was already hitting me as it was unfolding. Wait, so so you were were you podcasting it like is, is this during the podcasting day? Like like I was very early on, but she okay. was involved in the podcast, so I knew I couldn't share it for a while. Right, but yet the but same now time, I'm like, sharing this, it now. This is content. <laughs> yes, this is horrific, but it's content. There was another person on this on this show once who told a story about an ex, and their ex got in contact with them and said, "Don't talk about me on on, on the podcast." <gasps> wow. uh, so I just want to so, clarify, and this is a great segue because I wanted to bring this up. So I've been on this podcast <laughs> twice. Both times I have reached out to this ex and another ex and be like, hey, just so you know, ah. um, so you're kind of ruining my social life by making me talk to ex-girlfriends. Look, this, um, is at, this is at about a level 10 awkward, which is very on brand for you. Mm. But I'm going to say, nah. You are incorrect. Ah. That is, yeah. Good work. Definitely yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was like I got dumped, yes, but it was like a kind of fine situation. It wasn't like a fight. Okay. Well. Yeah. It was interesting when you said, as it was happening, you were thinking, this is going to be a good story. Yeah. The last time I got dumped as well, even as it was happening, I'm like going, this is actually going to be cool to tell yeah. people this is how it happened. So. Yeah, because like she was she was just in like underwear and I was nice. naked and we're at like a friend's house and we're in the backyard and like I had like a drink in one hand and was covering myself with another and I was like, I don't even know what... How, like this doesn't happen to real life people is basically that was all that was going through my head it's like a Jason Siegel film it yeah. was exactly like forgetting Sarah Marshall except yes. I was slightly less confident with like I wasn't like waving my dick around I guess yeah. I was just existing <laughs> so at the end of that round the scores are Laura on three points oh great Michael on four points. Yeah, Joel on four cool. points, but still in the lead, but only only slightly Ooh. now on six points. Is Nick Mason? <laughs> We're coming for you. All right, this round is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions about you guys on the panel. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. First question is this one. Who was burgled two days after they moved out of home. Meso. Yes, Meso. Michael Williams. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Nick. Yes. Oh, what got you Good there? What got too, you over Michael? the line there? Like, oh, who, yeah. who, would, who would bloody uh, <laughs> take, a, take a robbery and come out smiling? Yeah. <laughs> Michael Williams. <laughs> Mr. Sunshine. There he is. <laughs> Did they take much stuff? Or was uh, it just... Yeah, like my PlayStation 2, which oh, is only socks. two weeks old. Oh, and, no. Uh, my oh, laptop. You were, like, and... you were moving out and you were like, I'm going to be... I'm going to be a cool dude and yeah. I have a PlayStation in my sick pad. Who yeah, did yeah. you a favour? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was brutal. Because I also got robbed the day, like, I moved all my stuff in and mm. went back to Bernie. That's from what Lancaster. happened to me, yeah. yeah. And when I went back, my house had been robbed <gasps> and I had all my CDs just stolen and then I went looking in the backyard to see if I could see anything and all my CDs were in my Duna cover <laughs> in the backyard because they were like, it's too heavy, we can't lift it. So either they got startled <laughs> or they just went, oh, fuck it, we can't be bothered. And maybe they knew that eventually CDs would become worthless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Because that's what they're in for, long-term investments. <laughs> all right, question two. Who here once had Dawn Fraser prepare them for a job interview? Michael. Yes, Michael. Laura. Yes, you are correct. Yes, a point there for Michael. Yeah. Dawn. Was it swimming related? <laughs> no, it was when I was. It was my first job that I ever went for, and it was at Woolworths. Yes, <laughs> didn't get it. <laughs> what was Dawn doing? <laughs> Wait, you had Dawn Fraser. <laughs> so, so Dawn helped you get a job at Woolworths. No, did, what didn't help? Well, no, but like, it di- and it didn't work. She picked out my outfit for me because she came over for dinner. Yeah, because... Are you family friends with Dawn Fraser? No, not family friends with her. My, my dad at the time was working for Nissan and his role at Nissan was when they give celebrities cars. 
Oh. Yeah, so he was chummy with Dawn. How big a celebrity? Can they be internet famous? Okay, so he had. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he doesn't work there anymore. Oh, damn. He had on his books Dawn Fraser. Glenn Ridge and Rex Hunt. Wow. Yeah, sexy Rex. There's some big 90s names yeah. right there. Yeah, so she came around for dinner and then I was they were saying how I was going to go for a job interview the next day and then she picked out my outfit for me, but I didn't get it. But One piece, to be fair, <laughs> To be fair, when they asked me why I wanted to work at Woolworths, I said to make friends. Oh. And I think that didn't get me the job. Yeah. That's a really wholesome I'm doing fine answer. Now. I'm it's doing called, fine now, guys. It's called, the, it's called Supermarket. Not super. And friends. also, I'm like 14. <laughs> yeah. Like, Cause I remember, get over yourself. I remember when they asked me that and I said, for the money. Like, I, yeah. I want money. And it's a to- like, when you're 14 and yeah. you're going for a job at Woolworths, that's the right answer. It shouldn't be yeah. the societal expectation that you go, well, I want to advance my career yeah. in yeah. the supermarket. I want to, you know. Once, when I first moved to Melbourne, I, got a, I went for a job at one of those kind of Bonds outlet places. I mm-hmm. kept the called. And the guy said, oh, so why do you want to work here? And I said, oh, I just want a job. I'm actually moved to. to from Tassie to do comedy and I really want to do comedy so I just need a job to supplement so I can do comedy at night. He goes, oh, I won't waste your time then. No no need to. If your heart's not in there, snap. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> what? heart is in discount underwear? I know. <laughs> I walked out shocked just going, I don't understand. Like, surely that's a good thing because it means I'm going to yeah. stay there longer. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Comedians never make yeah. it. <laughs> Who only has one kidney? Michael. Yes, Michael. Joel. You are correct. Yes, oh, another point for Michael. Because do you know what, though? In another, I thought that was about me. <laughs> <laughs> do you also only have one kidney? I might only have one kidney. <laughs> that is confusing. You either do or you don't, Laura. <laughs> no, because in a past podcast, I couldn't come up with anything. I think it was the last podcast I did with you. I couldn't come up with anything to tell you, so I said I might have one kidney. Oh. And you said... <laughs> And you said it, and I was like, "Oh, is he getting the one kidney thing from the last podcast?" No, Joel also. Yeah, I definitely confirmed. only have one confirmed. My yeah, my reasoning was that I don't, I can't confirm that I have two. <laughs> <laughs> now, Joel, did you did you donate one kidney to someone in need, or are you not a hero? Yeah. I'm not a hero. Wow. Was born with Just one. A freak. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, look, I would. Yeah, look. Are you shocked? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question four. Who went on a tropical holiday and pretty much stayed in bed and played Tetris the entire time? Laura? Yes, Laura. I'm going to say Meso. No. Oh, it his was, eyes went down. It was Michael Williams. <laughs> Point off, Laura, there. My I was going to say Michael again and then his eyes <laughs> went down. I, fo- I drew focus by being all nasty. <laughs> Did you da- do your daddy eyes because I was looking at yes. you? <laughs> so dark. Oh, my God. What a schema. Tetris is a great game. Mm, me, I'm not into video games, but that is a very good game. She got really badly sunburnt, so she couldn't leave the yep. bedroom. Solidarity. So, yeah, I expect it. So you went, oh, I better, better Let's stay. Let's play 100 games of te- te- <laughs> Tetris, and she won like 51 to 49. It was that close oh. down the last game. Wow. <laughs> I once got to the kill screen on Tetris, so I was very proud of that, mm. where a rocket comes and flies away. Yeah, right. What? Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, I heard of that. I was obsessed with it, though. I would dream Tetris, and then <laughs> as I was... Driving on the bus, I'd be like trying to put buildings and stuff in the shapes yeah. of where. Yeah, that happened wow. to me when I was a teenager, except with Tony Hawk. Yeah, oh, I'm talking <laughs> about that on this podcast. Tony yeah. Hawk and all the buildings. Yeah, yeah, no, just like I'd just be like walking down like shopping centers and stuff like that. I'm like, oh yeah, that's like a rail you can grind on, and like that's like a half. Fi- oh, that's like skating though. So yeah, not obsessed with playing the video game. You were just going. Oh, yeah, oh no, I was obsessed with yeah. the video game to the point where my because I'm I'm not a skater. Um, so it meant that like my brain was like just looking at real life and yeah. turning it into a Tony Hawk level. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, question four. Who, at age four, once buried their sibling's whiz-fizz spoon out of spite? Joel. Yes, Joel. Oh, no. I've panicked. Um, <laughs> Laura? You are correct, yes. I yeah, Joel. Yeah. I was gonna, yeah, because it's gonna be like Nick, and I was like, wait, I don't actually know if he has siblings. And then I was like, should I know that? And then yeah, panic. I don't know if you're or not, but I'm gonna guess you have a sister. I have one sister. That is wow. Wow. I've got good. one sister too. A lot of people, yeah. I'll, I don't know what it is. I'm not putting the vibe out, but I'll say something like, oh yeah, and I was over at uh, over at my parents' place, and Dad did this, and you know, he said this, and somebody, and people will stare at me and go. Never really pictured you having parents. <laughs> and I'm like, and I like the first few times I just let that slide, and eventually I started going, "What do you mean? Do you mean like I'm an orphan?" And they're like, "No, you just you just don't have them." And I'm like, like I, you're a cabbage I said, patch kid." Yeah. I said, "Sister, because you don't give off the vibe of only child." Yep, right. But you you have this nice feminine kind of energy about Thank you. Thank you. That I reckon growing up with women has that's probably know, it. And yeah. I know you have a brother. Mm, I do. Yeah, is it just the one brother? I got one brother, one yeah. sister. Cool. That's my that's my special oh, he's skill. Good. <laughs> but I knew that because Tom Ballard did a radio show with him. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did a radio you show did... with Tom Ballard's brother. Oh, oh. Okay. yeah. Right. I hitched my hitched my horse to the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did your brother do? To get... He's a um, school teacher. But what did he do that made you want to bury oh. his? Whiskers? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Got a job. <laughs> Um, he's about four years older than me and it was when we were living in Tassie and, um, he used to just like, he never inflicted physical violence on me, you know, how siblings can sometimes do, but just emotional manipulation, a lot of lies. Um, I mean, he's great. I love him now, but he was a bit evil and I only really at the age of four, I only really had the emotional level just to find something, some way to hurt him yeah. um, out of retaliation. And we had a big yard and he used to collect whiz fizz spoons and he had a precious green rare whiz fizz spoon because they didn't make very many of the green ones those days and it was his most prized possession. So I took it and I buried it. Did he find it? was never found again and we it caused so much trouble he was so upset and we were all digging up the lawn i was like i don't know where it was but i knew exactly where it was <laughs> did you dig the hole with the whiz fist spoon so did you ever admit that you buried it or yeah i told him i buried it but i wouldn't say where it was <laughs> that's risky because i'm like the worst kind of serial killer <laughs> Yes, I killed them, but I can't say where. Yeah, that was what I did. Mm. Okay, next question. Who got free meals for a year from a restaurant due to being misidentified? Joel. Yes, Joel. Nick. You are correct, yes. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. Uh, I, it just seems like the type of thing that would happen to you, and I don't weird, know yeah. why. So there used to be, uh, I think it was a, it was a bringer gig, like where, like a like a comedy gig where, yeah. where the, the comedians had to bring their audience and I went one time uh, and there was like a big table of hors d'oeuvres for like the, the comics mm. like comics only yeah. and I was just chatting to, to someone and the bar manager came up to me and, and I, I guess I was looking worried and the bar manager was like now nah, go on mate you're going to be great it's going to be terrific and I'm like oh he thinks <laughs> he thinks I'm on tonight <laughs> so I just sort of sidled up to the table and I started yeah. just eating and then I came back the next time around and I saw him again and he's like uh, Palmer, you want a Palmer? And I'm like, I would love a Palmer, thank you very much. And then I just, it was a monthly gig and I came back every month <laughs> for like 10 months and then eventually 
he twigged that I was never on. <laughs> Obviously, I was never on because I don't do stand-up, but I was yeah. just always in this yeah. comic zone. And then eventually he was like, um, you, you on tonight? And I'm like... Nah, just watching, and then I didn't come back. <laughs> That's oh. probably a sensible decision. Yeah. That's amazing, Doing though. Yeah. Shout out to you for having the confidence to like. I'm going to try this again. I'd never yeah. do it again, though. I think it it, yeah. it broke the last one. Broke my spirit, and I'm like, oh, there's consequences of an of a adult man <laughs> yeah. being slightly <laughs> passive aggressive towards me. So never again. I never how, do it again. How old were you? Like, was this like ten years ago? Are we talking like? Oh, this would have been five, five or six years ago. Okay, yeah. Ago. So you're like a grown adult. adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. <laughs> rules. I love that story. Whose earliest memory is being caught by their mum saying "fucking idiot"? Laura. Yes, Laura. I said Joel. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> I just like to clarify. I don't swear in front of my parents, so that seems like it just seems very on brand for me now. But I promised. It was <laughs> a you, shock. Is that why you started podcasting just to swear all the time? <laughs> I need to get these out. Yeah. But you were you were saying it was you were just saying all the swear words you know. Yeah. So me and it's weird because it was me and one of my good childhood friends. I guess she was like the neighbors daughter so i don't know we're the same age and um she was like did you hear what this boy said at school today and i was like no and she was like it was a bad word and i was like which one and she was like i'm not saying it and i was like if i guess it you have to tell me and i was just listing all the ones i knew (laughs) and uh we were sitting near like my bedroom window i don't know why i have such a vivid memory of this probably because it was like the most in trouble i'd been at that point in my life um we're sitting in my bedroom window which was open and my mom had gone into my bedroom to like make my bed or do something and had just heard me swear heaps and was not happy (laughs) did any like soap on the tongue or anything like that no i think i was just very 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 sorry to the point where she didn't actually need to punish me because i was just like oh no (laughs) i realized that i totally misunderstood that story i thought you were talking about that those were your first words ever. (laughs) 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 i only just realized Uh. Question eight, who was fired from a job on their manager's last day because the manager said, I don't want the next guy to have to deal with you? Laura. <laughs> yes, Laura. <laughs> I don't mean this personally, but I'll say Michael. You are correct. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing. He took, he took you with him. Wow. <laughs> what yeah. job was it? Uh, I was a greeter at TGI Fridays at the Jam Factory. Oh. I sucked really bad. I would have fired myself tons earlier. But the greeter, the greeter's up the front, yep. and he directs people to tables. So I'm going yeah. to take a bad. big risk and say that you did not like to greet people. No, I'm I'm very much an introvert. So yeah, this is the worst job. But on paper, that like your CV would have been musical theatre, mm. like did radio yeah, shows, yeah. people person. Yeah, exactly right. But, but no. in in reality, no, I hate it. <laughs> I hate talking to anyone. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question nine: Who here used to work in an op shop? Who had a job in an op shop? Joel. Yes, Joel. Nick. You are correct. I yes, no, that's mm. Joel. Yeah. I used to, um, if people would, I, I I was good with the honest folk, but if yeah. people came up and like attempted to cheat me on the price of something, yeah. Uh, any number of times, I would break the thing that they wanted, <laughs> and then I would either. Be like, it's broken, or I would sell it to them. Like if they get, didn't know, I would sell it to them anyway. So like that what, rules. So like, what would what would happen? Like a good example would be, like, like I would help me. I'd help putting out stuff onto the sales floor, and there'd be like a jacket and have like nice little gold buttons on it. Mm. And I would put it out, and I'd see a woman take it, and then go into the change rooms, and then come back ten minutes later and be like, this jacket doesn't have any buttons on it. That's I'm oh. I'm, I'm not paying twenty dollars for this. It doesn't have any buttons. So I'd go. 
I'll just like, and obviously she's just taken the buttons off and she's put them in her pocket. Yeah, wow, what gonna, a low dog. So I would go. So I went up to the back and I got a big pair of scissors and I just sort of cut like down the back, like the back <laughs> of the jacket, like maybe two thirds of the way. The, the jacket and then I folded it back the way she'd handed it to me and I came out and I went absolutely you can have a cheaper oh. so, or I would like uh, you know I would somebody be like this they'd, they'd switch the price on a vase or yeah. something like that and I'd be like I'll just I'll just go and check and then I would drop it, it the would, vase it would slip out of my hand or one I think my crowning moment is somebody was like can I get this cheaper you know they've switched the tags or whatever and I, would, I went out the back and then I came straight out again and I went oh it's broken and they went can I can I have it back? And I went, no, it's it's broken. <laughs> I, I put it in the skip. Because <laughs> what are you going to do? You can't go out the back. It's employees only. I so. really respect like retail people who are just like, no, nah, no, nah, you yeah. can't do that. Mm. Like, there was a guy who owned the secondhand CD store in Burnie who I would go in and sell CDs to it. And one day I went in with like 10 CDs and he was like 20 bucks. And I said, no, they're good CDs. Like, uh-huh. and he goes, all right. Ten bucks. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. I have no leverage here. <laughs> he knows I really want to sell them. All right, and our last question for the game. Who here had a teacher who kept on threatening to do the splits? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Meso. Yes, Meso. Michael Williams? No, it was Joel ah. Disher. What a rad teacher. Yeah, he's a politician now, so he's not that rad. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah, a so. man doing the... A man willing... He also admitted that he stole from Gallipoli, which was also... Inter- I pretty much have political blackmail. Stole like, from Gallipoli? Yeah, so he went to the uh, the site and yep. he took artifacts back, like rocks and stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's no good. No. He's... But he didn't can do get the splits. A, he, he can do the splits, confirmed. Wow, willing to put his scrotum on the line. Mm. Oh. That's a real skill that you have to try and <laughs> drop in there. Because no one's going to say, "Hey, can you do the splits, sir?" Well, I went to a, yeah, I went to a private school, so like he had to wear like like a pretty much a shirt and well, yeah, shirt and tie, yeah. like quite serious attire. So the fact that he was able to do the splits confidently in that is oh, he very did it. impressive. You saw, it, you saw it happen? Yeah, once he did it once. <laughs> and was it a full splits? Yeah, uh, he... was it this way or that way? For it... the listener, <laughs> Laura's gone one way or the other way. <laughs> Vertical, it... horizontal. There's one no? way. No, it was like a drop, like as in like uh, one drop. foot forward, one foot back kind yeah. of situation. It, so it was north to south, not east to west. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he wasn't Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, it was... He didn't time cop it. I no, it was more the Saturday Night Fever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. Okay, at the end of the game, oh, came down the wire. The scores are Laura on four points. Oh, great. Michael on five points. Yeah. Nick Mason on six points, oh, Gary Nuna with the final question. Joel Doucher on seven points. Good work. Good work. Holy shit. You won, Joel. Because <laughs> yeah. you win, you get to plug whatever you want to plug first. Ah, okay. So I have a podcast called Plumbing the Death Star. Uh, I also have a video game podcast called Thumb Cramps. And I have a AFL podcast called How Good's Footy. All of them are on the Sands Pants Radio Network, which I also help run. Cool. What's your football, football team? I break for Accident. Okay, moving on. Is your podcast platform called Sans Pants in honour of your breakup? Uh, no, see, that happened prior, but it was kind of like a self-fulfilling destiny. Was, though. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Mason. Oh, uh, I have a podcast called The Weekly Planet where people talk about people I talk about. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, superhero movies and uh, comic books and TV shows and stuff like that with my friend James. Uh, and we are part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. We've all got a network. Yeah, it's all happening. Joel, uh, which, uh, which uh, Josh I'm is a part of as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I'm just constantly popping into him like, hey, guys, what's going on? Yeah, I guess on this podcast. <laughs> 
Michael Williams. I'm on the It's a Duck Blur network, which is a <laughs> podcast network of only one, which is It's a Duck Blur, where me and my wife Sarah, we watch every, we've watched every yeah. episode of Dark. Uh, DuckTales Now we're on to Darkwing Duck And we've had A bunch of Melbourne comedians And like Tad Stones Who's the guy Who created Darkwing Duck Really? Yeah we've, Yeah we're a wow. That rules Tiny podcast But we've got Our big name guests Yeah, uh, very yeah. Good. Uh, And I'm also doing a show At the Melbourne International Comedy Festival Called The Clip Art Cowboy It's about the night I spent in a hotel room Across the street From the worst Mass shooting In uh, US history so that'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was fully prepared to plug your comedy festival show because I thought you were not going to do it. Yeah. You seem like someone who wouldn't. If I'm, you're going to see I'm a terrible, show yeah, at, at the Com- so Melbourne International Comedy Festival, go see Michael Williams yes. because it's always great and funny and it's like it's not a show you can see in five-minute chunks. Over the course of the year, you got to see you got to see that out. That's yeah, that's great. right. Mm, that, that's right. Yeah, that. thanks. I'm going to plug Michael's show also because the first time I met <laughs> Michael, uh, one of the members of Sans Pants yelled at us, like yelled at me and the other Joel because we'd messed around with you too much and not introduced her properly because she really liked your stand-up <laughs> so yeah michael's show is great enough to make friends angry at each other <laughs> wow. and laura donovan uh, i don't really have anything to plug at the moment um but if video anyone, city video, video city. city yeah that's actually that that's it yeah because um video city's great and they need to survive so if you go please don't go there it's just a tourist opportunity yeah. go there and get the Tuesday night special, $2 pay when you return the DVD. That's just still breaking mm. my mind with how they think that is a good business move. I know. <laughs> and having two staff members on at the same time in a dead video <laughs> store. Um, and also, I guess if you want to follow me on anything, follow me on Instagram because that's the thing that I put the most effort into. Cool. Hey, if you're in Brisbane, I'm coming up March 16 to do the podcast and the first ever Josh L Talks uh, at Hayabar, so I think there's like 21 tickets left for those. So getting quick tickets at joshua.com.au. Plus, also, uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival starts very soon. So I'm doing my show, Joshua Talks, 815 Vic Hotel, and the podcast. All ticket details at joshua.com.au. Thanks for playing, guys. Oh, thanks, thanks Josh. Thanks. 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 I'll see you next time. Bye. 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 This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.